Welcome to Cactus Adventures, the show that's all about the good yarn and the wild hey. stories. Uh, here with me, Michael. Mike, say hi, Mike. How are you doing? <laughs> hi, team. How's it going? And of course, Lee. Hello, everyone. G'day, Lee. Uh, this, this week, we've, we've got a story from Mike about misery and despair at the border between Guatemala and Mexico. Oh, we're going South America. Central. Well, actually, central. It's central. It's central. You've got to get your Americas correct. Come correct. That's right. Um, okay, I'll take it over to, give it over to Mike to, to tell us what's going on yeah so i felt like as as per usual i give it a little bit of um a little bit of background sort of the area so guatemala it seems as though there's been sort of a um, people there since 12,000 bc so quite a long time and they're known as the mayan people who are there they're this sort of indigenous people um they've been there like that sort of broken up into like periods of time and at the height of the Mayan period was is known as the classical period of, of the Mayan cultures from uh, 1280 uh, sorry 250 AD to 900 but then for some unknown reason or there's like there's a few sort of like going things around but like more or less the uh, the Mayan the massive Mayan um, um, culture collapsed um, and then from there from 900 through to 1519 um, is known as the post-classical uh, period, and that in 1519 is when the uh, the Spanish arrived, um, and then it all kind of went south for the Mayan people, and that's funny. Conquistadors. Yeah, well, they came over. They're just like, yeah, we want to take some land, and basically, like, they came through and and just decimated the Mayans. Um, and like most people know about how there was massive pandemics that just completely ravaged them. And a lot of people died off, like a lot of people died off. So within a couple of years, um, Central America, as it's known, was actually like a colony of Spain. And that was, that was true until 1821. Um, and at that point, they kind of like that whole area, it wasn't, it wasn't Panama, but it was Costa Rica. Oh, I got it right here. It's, it was Costa Rica, Guatemala, the Mexican state of Chiapas, Honduras, uh, El Salvador. Those countries got together and they decided, look, let's be our own, like our own sort of individual country away from the, the Spanish. And they were known as what's called the Federation or the, sorry, the Federal Republic of Central America. Um, but just a couple of years later, what happened was Chiapas, who was, as I say, like, was part of that, like, that federation, they decided, you know what, stuff this, we actually want to be a part of Mexico. And within two years, they basically just said, no, we're out and we want to be a part of Mexico. And that, that border between Guatemala and Mexico is where, like, is where my story takes place. Um, but a couple more things quickly uh, around the, sort of the, the history around it. The federation didn't last long. It was actually disestablished in 1841. And then basically all of those little countries broke up. So the countries that you see, to see today, like the ones that I mentioned, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, they were all formed. 
those uh, countries still share some special bonds is it easier to travel between them than other places yeah it is actually like there's known as a ca4 this is from what i remember central central uh central american four and that is that is not costa rica it's nicaragua honduras el salvador and guatemala those tra- those four countries like they share like it's pretty easy to travel between costa rica is kind of different and panama is different again and that's you know there's a whole bunch of history around panama and costa rica and those sort of things as well so it's mm. kind of um it's kind of a different different vibe and 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 what what about uh what about guatemala and its history post the breaking up of well they have uh, like the single state as in when they became independent yeah when the, when they became an independent nation as as we would know it today what i mean what, and 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 also uh geographically what the form the nation takes because there was a bit of wrangling between them and mexico if if i'm correct is that right i i actually don't I, I looked up on some sort of like information that I couldn't find anything. I'm sure they would have had some like some issues at the border. I mean, okay. Most well, of what, this... what, yeah. what I, what I had found was that, um, that, uh, the, there were certain, uh, provinces that, that were disputed between the two nations and they went into arbitration and, the United States to come to oh, yeah, yeah, with that, yeah. And it, and then it was the final border with Mexico was was uh, signed after that. Yeah, yeah, I read that as well. But that I think that was pretty early on in the piece. Like that was in the eighteen forties, I believe. It was like quite. Oh no, it was maybe even earlier than that. It, it was like quite a long, long time ago. It was sometime in the nineteenth century, so a wee while okay. ago. Okay. But in, in terms of like Guatemala's own like history, I mean, it's been pretty chaotic. I mean, there's that massive civil war um, that lasted from the mid fifties to the mid nineties. So that's a good wow. 40 year um, civil war. I actually don't know the numbers on, on the other stuff is on in, like, in terms of how many people were killed and all the rest of it, but that only ended like 25 years ago. Um, and that, like, it's just been obviously like the Americans have got their grubby little fingers into into Guatemala. I mean, they basically see like the Central Central America as like their playground where they can just go through and and just you know essentially do what they want. And they did that for years. Um, I, from my memory, I didn't. I can't actually remember asking people about it, like what they thought of sort of America's role and all the rest of it. Um, I imagine it's probably not too. Not too good. I do know as well, like no, and like they they've, they've got quite a strong leftist tradition as well within Latin America. So I think that's probably part of it, like just going, hey, you know, st- stuff you capitalists or something like that. But I'm not yeah, too well, like, especially when you when you've got um, authoritarian dictatorship supported by the U.S., you kind of want to stand up against <laughs> against yeah. that as a people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so let's let's come to the present day, Mike. Uh, when when did you travel to this border region? And so this was uh, why were you there? 
this was uh, 10 years ago, a little while ago now. Um, so I had a travel companion. Um, it's actually kind of a funny story. Like Mike, we actually, I think, did we live together? I don't know. Cause when I was living in Wellington, I'm, I lived in Wellington for like a little while and we watched a lot of <laughs> prison break. You guys a lot of what? Sorry. Prison break. Prison break. Prison break. Oh. Yeah, I remember your prison break period. Yeah, I went through like a big binging thing because like when I lived in Wellington, it was miserable. And like, I remember there was like 20 minutes of sunshine in like a month. I'm pretty sure that was like, that was like a record for me. I was just completely depressed all the time. But anyway, like if you, if anyone who's watched the TV show remembers, they actually for some random reason, I, I, I don't know how it works, but they end up in Panama. They end up in a prison in Panama. And the, my girlfriend at the time, I was like, you know what? Like that's basically as far away from Wellington in the cold that we can get. We should totally go to Panama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so basically, it's a random idea. <laughs> don't know where I got it from. Yeah. I, re- I just remember like really distinctly going, no, like I really want to go to Panama. Like I've had no real like interest in going to Latin America until that point. And I was just like, nah, stuff it. Like it's probably, it's probably really warm there, you know, like blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's the reason why um, I ended up in, in, in Central America. And uh, my travel companion and I, my travel buddy and I, we traveled from Panama through to New Orleans overland. And that, and so going through that border crossing was part of that mission. That wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so that was quite a long, a long trip. Um, and that's, so we ended up, as we were traveling through, this is where we ended up at, um, at this spot, which is where our story takes place today. What's... Um... What's traveling there like um, when you went there? How much does stuff cost on average? Just dirt cheap, like crazy. Pretty cheap, right? Yeah, I mean, it actually does, it does vary a little bit between country to country. But as I mentioned before, like those, um, the CA4, those countries are by far the cheapest. And like we were staying uh, at like backpackers that you get like, what are those things called that you sleep in? Like a hammock, a hammock. You can hammock. get a hammock. Yeah, you can get a hammock at a at a at a like a um at a backpacker's flight two dollars a night, two dollars US a night. So it's pretty good. Can we scoot back to Mike at the border? I want to know the story. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> wait, man. I'll talk about the cost of stuff afterwards. I guess. All right. So, yeah. like, like as I was just mentioning, like stuff is super cheap, and we were doing this on a budget. Um, and I mean like a really, really tight budget. I think our budget was like $10 US a day each or something like that. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, it was like super, super cheap. But anyway, um, we were in Guatemala in this little town. I cannot remember what it was. And we were heading towards Mexico. And the way to get there is actually like where we were. Because we were at, we went to a place called Tikal. So like anybody who knows like, these are like amazing, like stunning, stunning ruins. It's uh, like a pyramid or something, right? Yeah, it's like a whole, it's a city, but there's like one massive pyramid, which like everybody knows about. I think incidentally, actually, they use like a big wide shot of like the, the, the city um, in like a Star Wars movie or something. Like, it's kind of crazy. I remember reading something about like, it's a, it's a big citadel or something like that. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, so we were, to, is- yeah. We're, so we were at, um, 
we were at this place called Tikal and, and at this town, which is kind of based nearby and we we're going to Mexico. And like, I'm pretty tight when it comes to money and I'm like, I'll run out the most amount of money. And then before I have to go and like, I'm forced basically to go and like withdraw some more cash. And so yeah. what I like, I think like a lot of like thrifty travelers kind of know this trick. You just kind of like push yourself to like not spend as much money as possible. And a way of doing that is to, like literally not have any money on you. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I would do is, um, so what we did is we, we traveled and it was like, I don't know, like a $2 bus fare for like an hour and a half to like the border with Mexico. And along the border, there's actually like a natural, a natural border, which actually a river, which runs, I forget the name of it. I wrote it down, but I can't find it. Sorry, everybody. But there's like a river that runs down it. And we took a bus to this thing. And along the way, I think we withdrew like the bare minimum. I think we had probably about, uh, I think it was like five or 10 US dollars on us. And we're like, oh yeah, you know, like there will be an ATM at the border because it's a border, you know, like there'll be checkpoints and all the rest of it. And no, 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 no. Like this is just based on a hunch. There was no reason for like me believing this. And in hindsight, it was incredibly fucking stupid. But we'll get to that. So anyway, we had ten dollars, ten dollars on us or something to that effect. And we get to the border, and the way to get across the border is by boat, which, by the way, is incredible. Monkey's having a little problem. Better, better uh, COVID there, yeah. Brother. Got it. <laughs> no, no, not not COVID. Drink some water. Cronkford. Um, but yeah, so we got to the border, we hop on this boat and we're jetting through like this big canyon and on either side there's this amazing forest and there's just nobody. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of dodgy. Like, where, where are we going? And the guy's like, um, the guy's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be fine. Like, you know, just, we'll just keep going. Um, and anyway, so we're going through this thing, amazingly beautiful. And we get to the other side and there's basically, it's like a riverbed and that's essentially it. And we get, we get off and it's like maybe two o'clock in the afternoon and we go up and we go, we go through customs. And I say that in like air quotes because it wasn't really customs. It was more like a shack. Um, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Like some guy, like I had to like, you know, like not probably not, not literally, but like, hope this guy wake him up like i need i'm coming into a country man can you please help me out but we Is get there like through. fences around it and all that nah, nothing but i mean it was a natural border by the fact that there was like a river running through it but other than that like whatever so we go up and then find out that there's basically nothing there there is like literally nothing there and that's like that's fine you know because like there was a there was a car park and that was it. But, you know, we're just like, we had our backpacks on. And at the time we were traveling with like seven kilo each or something like really light because it was hot. Um, yeah. And so we're just like, you know, what stuff, we'll just start walking. And what, what happens is like these big storm clouds start to come over. And we're walking and we're walking. And we're probably walking for like half an hour at this stage. And like, we, it just starts bucketing down with rain and we have it's like along a forest road like there is nothing like the 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 river turns to mud like it's not tar sealed or anything it's like in the middle of nowhere kind of reminds me of like your story lee like you know roads get fucked pretty quickly 
Yeah, and just disappear. Totally. And at this point, getting a little bit worried because it's starting to get dark. And we're like, there is literally nothing around. Like, there is nothing around. And so we have no money. There is no internet. We have no phones. We have, like, literally the clothes on our back. And that's pretty much it. We had $10 to our name. Like, we had, we were stuffed, basically. And my traveling partner, like, she was getting really, really, really upset. Like, she's like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, seriously, it's getting nighttime now. We're stuck. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so we kind of like, we kind of run down the road a little bit and we come to like an awning of like a, a shop front. Now, like if anybody has been to Central America or, or Latin America, some of those poorer places, they kind of have these little like mom, pa kind of like, I don't know, convenience stores. And they're just kind of shacks with like a bit of like aluminum roofing that you, you know, whatever. And we go and hop under there and this, and I'm like, my, my Spanish was terrible, obviously. But I was like, where's the nearest town? And like, how do we get there? And she's like, the nearest town is an hour and a half. And we're like, by, by well, car. By car. Okay. By car. So like, <laughs> and it's like getting but, down. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was and like. You can't buy anything. You no, can't buy we anything. Had, we had no money. We had nothing. We like had nothing. It was. You can't even, can't even get some food from them. Did they help you out? What? Yeah. No, I think they gave, I think they gave her like a can of like soft drink or something. Cause at that point, um, my travel mate started crying. She was like really, really upset. Like basically mm. we're fucked. Like we have no way out of the situation. And I was like, well, can we get a taxi? And we called people up. She let us use her phone and we're, they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not driving out for an hour and a half to pick you guys up. Like, no way. Like, like, no taxi driver would come out and pick us up. I was like, we'll pay you guys extra, blah, 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 blah. It was like, it was insane. At this point, it was like, it, like as I say, it was getting darker and darker and darker. And I said, I said to, to my, my, my buddy, I was like, right, I'm going to run back to the, to the border and I'm going to see what I can find down there. You wait here. If we have to, we'll sleep here tonight and we'll just figure this whole thing out. And... She was just like, she's like, no, 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 don't leave me here. Like, I mean, like Central America can be like quite scary at times. Like there's a lot of violence there. Like it's probably one of the more dangerous places that I've traveled to. Um, but anyway. What kind was, of stuff? Like robberies and robberies, stuff like that? stabbings, kidnappings, everything. Like actually like, it's like uh, I think I was in, um, where was in Nicaragua walking down the street to like a, a mall and this guy stops us dead in the tracks. He's like, go back, go back, go back. Like, I was like, why? What, what's the problem? He's like, this neighborhood is really bad. Go back, go back, go back. And, he, and I was like, why? What's the problem? And he lifted up his shirt and he, across it was this massive scar. And he said like, they will do this to you if you like, if you're through here. So it's a really, really dangerous place. Wow. Yeah. Like people with like machine guns um, look after like shoe, shoe stores. Like it's, it's that sort of place. Um, but anyway, so I run back, I start running back. I'm like, no, 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 chill. Like I'm going to run back and I run back and I'm, and I, and it's pissing down with rain and it's now dark, dark. As I say, I've got no cash, whatever. I run around and um, I, I come across this kind of like this minivan and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? And the guy's like, he's like, I'm on a tour with like, I'm on a tour with like Spanish people. And I was like, oh, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to the, I'm going to the town. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. Look, <laughs> I please, please get a ride with you. 
he's like, yeah, sure. Um, and I was like, you got money? I was like, no, no, but I'll pay you when I get there. Like, I'm really, really, really sorry, but I'll pay. And he's like, look, that sounds fine, but our bus is leaving in half an hour. And I was like, fuck, be back in half an hour. And I like sprinted back to where like, my <laughs> mate was. And I was like, oh my God. And it was pissing down with, and I was like covered in mud and I was sweating. I mean, this is, it's hot there too, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I grab her, I grab my mate by the arm. I'm like, let's go, let's go. And like running, 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 running. And, and we made it like, we, we, I got there and we were like covered in mud. We were like sweating Munted. and like, she was like basically crying the whole way. Yeah. And the guy was still there and he's like, get in the van. Like, and I was just like, oh my God, we get in the van. This is the, this is the most like hilarious part. We get in the van and like, we stink, like we stink. And it's only a small minivan. Like we're covered in mud, blah, blah, blah. And like these really rich Spanish tourists, like they come in and they're like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh, like I'm trying to like stop my smell from like sort of, like tainting these poor people, but like wet, muddy travelers yeah. just like clambering in in their fancy tour van. Totally, we were like twenty one years old, and these guys were all middle aged as well. And we we're like yeah. they <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. And like we we had actually no idea where we were. We didn't know the name of the town. We didn't know where we were going. We all we knew was that we were getting out of there. And that was like. So did you get any sleep on that minivan on the way to the city? No, not at all. Like not at all. I was. Yeah. I've never. I've never been so like acutely aware of my own stench. Eh? Like, I, I just is really like well like I don't know. They paid a lot of money to go on that little private tour, and we just like kind of. What no. were these guys doing at some backcountry border crossing? I have no idea. I have no idea because honestly, that that part of like Mexico is pretty remote. Like Chiapas is at the very bottom. You know, it's it's. I think it's like one of the poorest um, states in Mexico. Um, I don't know. It's it was really weird. The other, the other thing is, I was like the 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 it wasn't over. Like at that point, you know, we got on the van, but like we had I I couldn't point on the map where we were though. Like I knew I was somewhere at the border-ish, but we, I didn't know the town we were going to. So, no. And even then, you know it's if like, it would have ATMs or places Exactly. To sleep. Yeah, you know what that's likely. Like when you're going to yeah. some random country and you're like, I don't know where there's going to be an ATM. Oh, it, was, it was pretty stressful, eh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. That's just the case of bad budgeting, Mike. That's all, all I have to say, mate. Do you know what it was? Bad budgeting bad planning just i think i was 21 at the time i don't know yeah. you kind of was this, like, this was one of your this was one of your first overseas adventures no 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 not at all uh, like, we've done heaps of before that and you know i'd been traveling at that i mean by that point i'd already gone in the same sort of like mission around the world i'd already gone to the states and canada southeast asia india nepal and and some other places as well a pretty okay. seasoned by <laughs> But I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. This was just a lapse, a lapse was it? Yeah, oh. I mean. Um, so, so what's the border landscape? You're saying it's forest, there's, there's rain, like how far from the ocean is it? Where's, where's this, this precipitation coming from? 
Uh, it's it's actually like in a basin. It's not. Oh, I forget the name of the basin, but that's where the um, the Mayan people who were in that basin where Takal was. Like it's kind of near that area. So it's like this big forest basin. It's it's incredibly beautiful. Just epic jungle, basically. It's probably jungle is a better way of, of describing it. Like jungle, jungle. So so, so tropical rainforest. Yeah, pretty much. Eh? A pretty much tropical. It's like it's pretty hot there as well. So. So what happened when you got to the city finally? How'd you manage to, did you pay the guy in the end? Yeah, we paid the guy. I think we spent like 45 minutes looking for an ATM. You know, he was pretty pissed off by the end of it, but he wanted his cash and we wanted to get, we wanted to get out of this. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, as I say, we got there and then found the spot. I think we were there for like a few days and then moved. And then from there, we went up to Mexico City um, and it was in Mexico City for the new year so it was a pretty um that little stretch of of, of the mission was was yeah it was pretty intense so like what, what date were you crossing the border mine must have been a, a fraction before christmas so late december in mm. 2009 right. that and, and you make it you make it up to mexico city for new year's what are you doing for new year's man uh well that's yeah we had a pretty good new what, year. what do you what do you do for new year's in mexico city mike <laughs> like surely you had some plan something you were uh you were you no know, going there to party to to intentionally spend new year's in mexico city what were you up to for well we didn't like you know plan this coming of a new year I, I don't know like maybe maybe other travelers have like planned it than I do, but i didn't plan that i eh? like it was an accident. And so we kind of like, we actually ran into this American guy on the bus from, from that town to Mexico city. And he's like, and we're like, Oh, we'll share, share, share a hotel room. So we shared a hotel room. He's knew some people that we were going to go out and party with, but I got really, really, really sick. Um, and I like in and out of air conditioning and the heat and blah, blah, blah. blah. And, um, we end up and running, running yeah. long distances. That sort of thing. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but we end up getting some beers and like going town square in Mexico city. It's like this random thing. I don't know. And we were pretty drunk, but we ran into these, like this group of 15 to 20 street kids and they were homeless. And I was, we were with like me and my travel buddy and this other new travel buddy that I was with, we kind of were hanging out with them and, um, yeah, they were like drinking beers and like sniffing glue and you know all this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm not, I won't go into more details than that, but it was like quite a bit of fun. They, well, actually, like what happened, later, <laughs> what, what happened later on that night is like we would we we actually had a couple of like open beers with us and we were going to this party with this guy and we had another couple of Mexicans with us. This is really interesting. Actually, this talks a lot about what what Mexico was like in my experience and these three cop cars just pull up out of nowhere and we're like oh what and this is just on or about new year's and these cop cars pull up three of them they get out of the car and they're just to the two mexican guys that were with us go you guys leave right now and they're like okay you guys you're you have like open alcohol you're coming to prison with us like we're gonna take you in and you're you're now going to prison and we're like we're like what we're gonna go to prison for beer open beer. Yes. Get in the car right now. And I was like, and we're like, no, I'm not getting in the car. And he's like, okay, well then you pay us each 85 US dollars. 
I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, this is a shakedown. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> and my buddy's like, the American guy's like, just, he said like, don't pay. And he could speak a little bit of Spanish. And he just said like, we, he basically turned off the Spanish and just said, I can't speak any Spanish, only English. And we were like, okay, to my, my, my buddy from New Zealand, we're like, okay, start crying. And she started crying. Like she turned on the water. <laughs> it's amazing. And she gets out of the gutter and she's like nice. crying. And this like young dude, I felt so bad for him. Like he felt really guilty about it because he knew it was like just bullshit. Um, he comes down and he's like kind of consoling her. And she's just like, this is crazy, man. Like before we were the sort of homeless kids who were like sniffing glue on the street. And now this shit, like, well, I mean, maybe I can end up in prison. What the fuck? But anyway, like after sort of like 20 minutes, like just saying, no, 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 we're not going to prison. Like, and I honestly thought like they started to push us in the car, in the back of the car. And I was like, oh. what? Yeah, yeah. Like they literally like, they're like, they were going to arrest us and like force us in the car. And I was were like, they faking you? Were no, they well, just like trying to? Yeah. I mean, it's like battle of the wills. Like who's going to sort of like bail who's... out first? Yeah. I was, I was like, right. And, you know, 85 bucks each, that is, I mean, we're talking before about I had a budget of $10 a day, like $85 yeah. is really a whole bunch of cash for us, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, you're not going down without a little bit of a fight. <laughs> exactly. And so we did, we fought. And then eventually, as I say, like for 20 minutes, they sort of backed off and drove. And then at that point, I was like, fuck this. I'm sick as a dog. I've had enough excitement for one night. I'm going back to the hotel. Um, <laughs> and that was my New Year's. It was pretty, All right. pretty crazy. So, so yeah. Oh, there you go. You got. We've got a double, double story episode this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike celebrating in style with the locals. If you're gonna do it, you got to do it the way the locals do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> what was the food there oh, like? Oh well. Uh, really, like, um, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, uh, street food's supposed to be pretty famous, right? Pretty yeah, um, cheap and good. It's very cheap. What are those little, um, like made out of corn, corn flour, like corn, so cornbread stuff. And they got like, tears? no, 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 not tortillas. And they got little things in that they got like meat in the middle. Those are really good. Uh, like, I remember buying like, I'm not kidding. You, I, you buy like six hot dogs for like two bucks, like two, two US dollars or something. <laughs> So it's like awesome. super cheap, but like real, honestly, like it's pretty garbage food. Like it's really like high, like a lot of it's deep fried. A lot of it's like just high calories, I guess. There's not a lot of vegetables and stuff like that. But I mean, like yeah. it's, it's not, it's not an overly like rich country as I've mentioned before. And, and but the food is pretty good though. Lots of like fried chicken everywhere, everywhere. So that's my calling right there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth a visit if you're into fried chicken. Okay. And, uh, for for travelers heading heading to that area and potentially falling into similar traps as yourself, what what do you recommend, Mike? Well, yeah, do you take a tent with you these days when you just in case you get caught in some shotgun shack on the side of the road? <laughs> no, like you bring a tarp, man. Like you no know one wants to bring like something heavy. If you're gonna do it, bring a tarp, you know. Bring a top and a sleeping bag. That's all and you a need. sleeping bag. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's like like yeah. we travel with seven kilo or something each. Like it was really no, it was less than that. It was like five kilos between the, no, it was ten kilos between the, between the two of us. So we travel yeah. extremely light. Traveling through Central America is really hard. We got caught out a couple of times. There's actually another spot um, 
where uh, they're called collecti uh, Collectivo and they're basically like these vans that they, they kind of use as mini buses. And there was one place um, where they fit, I mean, this place, these vans are designed to hold like nine people and there were like, literally 25 people in them. Me and three other guys were like, and I'm not joking, it was fucking terrifying. We were hanging outside of the van. You've seen those pictures of like people hanging outside of a van. We were going, I, I was like peering in through the driver's window. I was like, how fast are we going? He was who was going 90 Ks? It started raining. Well, like I'm hanging outside the van of this window, like, cause the, the, the big door is open. There's like three of us. And as people get out, we got in. So after like half an hour of driving at like 90 K with rain in my face, you know, my, my, my buddy was inside. That wasn't a problem, but I was like, what the hell? This is insane. So yeah, it's like extremely hard to like travel. I would say, um, if you can try and plan in advance, do it. It's definitely one of the more difficult places to travel that I've been to. Um, but having said that, it's like a lot of the fun is like actually getting lost in the middle of nowhere, waiting for hours and hours and hours for the next collective to come, if they came at all, you know, hanging out with locals, drinking their beer and, you know, drinking the local beer or whatever and all the rest of it. So, I mean, it's, yeah, you have to be organized basically. Was it, would you say it's one of those times in your life you look back with a bit of fondness, you know, with, you know, a bit of distance and time between between then and now or is it just one of those ones that you're like fuck that that was horrible no i knew at the time when all of those things are happening when i was hanging outside of a bus going 90 k's an hour being rained on like that was pretty freaky but i remember thinking to myself this is amazing this is so Where else cool. could you do it yeah totally when we were like running back and forth i also thought i was like what's the worst that could possibly happen the worst that could possibly happen is that we sleep under that awning and we get up the next day and we just start walking. It's going to be shit, but we'll be fine. I was more worried about <laughs> yeah. my mate. She yeah. was really upset. She was freaking out. And I was like, nah, it's cool. We'll be fine. And I well, guess what are you going to do? Eh? You, you yeah. know, you're in that situation and, and yeah. you, you, you know there's a way out. It's going to take a bit. It's going to take a bit. Yeah. It's hard to keep a level head when you're, when you're stuck in the shit, but definitely when you look back on stuff like that afterwards, you know, and some of the most beautiful places that you end up going are the places that don't have ATMs or proper accommodation and yeah. it's stressful and you got to work shit out, but yeah. that's the fun of it. That is um, the fun of it. Yeah. My, my story like that, Mike is, uh, I think I've told both of you guys was, uh, was when I was stuck in a, in a, uh, Chinese airport for three days with oh, yeah. no 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 money and no way of leaving the country unless we could convince the airline to hook us up with some tickets. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I can definitely talk about that in a later sounds, episode. Though. It sounds like uh, that that film, The Terminal. You know, that dude just gets kind of lost in an airport. <laughs> yeah, luckily yeah, like it was only like three days, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> We should definitely do an episode on that one. Yeah. No, it's like, I think Lee, what you touched on before was so true though about, I think it's levels of difficulty just make it that much more interesting and that much more exciting. I've been to some pretty comfortable places, you know, traveling and stuff and it'd be great for a different reason though. But if you, you know, like what I see, what I find just really funny is backpackers who literally have a backpack, but they're traveling to New Zealand or they're traveling to Europe or they're traveling to America. And it's like, you do not need a backpack for that, dude. You need a backpack. No, 
when you're yeah. stuck in the middle of nowhere and like there is no paved roads and what's below your feet is like, you know, 10 centimeters of mud, then you can't use your wheel. <laughs> but don't bring a backpack to like New Zealanders and they have 20 kilos with a garbage on their, on their back. And it's like, when are you going to use this man? It's that, th those things are designed for like off the beaten track type travel. You know what I mean? What, so, are you yeah, saying you New stuck. Zealand doesn't have any off the beaten track travel, man? There's plenty of wilderness out there to explore. Yeah, but when they go, like, when they go tramping, they're not taking the backpack that they took uh, with all oh, yeah. their trimming. Yeah, no, you, you, you know? yeah. With their MacBook. Uh, you mean, their you mean, with their MacBook, yeah. yeah. You mean like the, one, the ones who turn up to the backpackers uh, with with their full tramping backpack and they've bought like the biggest one and then they've also got like a big square um, suitcase on wheels as well. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You brought half your house with you, like, totally. travel light, be nimble. That's why you could run so fast, Mike, is yeah. you, you <laughs> yeah. had very little to carry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And I was, at one point, I was like, shit, if my buddy can't keep up with me, I'm going to literally carry her down the fucking road. I eh? like, and you know you can't do that if you're carrying like 20 25 kilos on your back as well as another person you know like so that was pretty, <laughs> yeah yeah oh and 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 your wheelie suitcase as well <laughs> through the mud <laughs> through the mud <laughs> Dude, yeah i should have done that that would have been way better that would have that would have been a better story maybe but yeah oh. like it's a it's a it's an awesome place to travel and i think obviously with the COVID stuff no one can get there but like i think in terms of places off the beaten track, places, you know, like, no one goes to El Salvador or Nicaragua. By the way, these places are like incredibly beautiful. So no one, there's stuff all um, tourists there. You really have to like try. The people are moderately friendly, like they're not rude or anything like that, but they're not like super friendly. So it is a little bit more difficult. You really get out of it what you put into it, I guess, in that, in that particular part of the world. So. It's a good spot to travel. Yeah, totally worth it to get to get stuck into. And for those of us that have been stuck in the shit a couple of times and kind of get used to that, it's definitely, definitely a beautiful part of the world that not a lot of people go to. When you're traveling like that, shit never stops happening. You know, you get out of one situation and the next day you're, some other shit is going on, man. It's like constant problem solving, eh? Something like, you know, like, yeah. it's constant. You know, India is like a really good example of that because it feels like you're always fucking something's in your face. Like, it's like the, the wind you're is never blowing. Comfortable. You're never comfortable. Never comfortable. Yeah, true, eh? Yeah. It's really funny how like after a little while, especially if you're traveling long-term, it just starts to like grate on you Fuck and you can't see past it almost sometimes. Like yeah. you go to these beautiful places, but you're just like, how much do I have to pay the guy and how, you know, all this shit's going on that you hardly yeah. even get the, and yeah. then you think about it mm. afterwards and you're like, fuck, that was cool. You know, you tell people, yeah, yeah, I went to this place. It was awesome. I saw all the stuff there. Actually, you just went there and like started arguments with a whole bunch of locals and yeah, you know, fucked up. And <laughs> Dude, I like, I so get that. It is like, it's amazing because you go away from travel and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go get it. And you go into it and you're like, fuck, I remember what this is like. Like, I having, miss home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having to pay people off, like bribe, you know, just constantly dirty and sweaty and all the rest of it. Like, and, but like, it's amazing at the same time. Like, it's, so 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 true man so true god i was supposed yeah. to go to fucking europe this year eh? damn i'm pissed ah, well. off about that 
just 2020 is just, you know. It's a write-off, eh? It's total write-off. Yeah, man. It. You're walking with beers in Japan, Mike. You know, life's, life's yeah, it could not be worse. Bad. could be worse. Yeah. yeah. I think it, yeah. you so, got to be able to take a day off. We've figured out, like, we have a kind of an itinerary which is pretty loose and we don't really plan too much ahead, but sometimes we'll plan like a week in advance, you know, to make sure we get to see everything in a certain area that we're in. And we, we learned like after the first couple of times that it was massively important to just be able to be like, nah, we're taking a day off. We're paying for another night of accommodation. Let's go out and get some, you know, not local food or whatever and just take a load off and yeah. Yeah. Proper. (laughs) You used to do that every three yeah. days, man. Like I can't, I need yeah. like every, I think it was like, yeah, the fourth day. So three days of like pretty heavy travel. And then the yeah. fourth day, it's just like a day of just like fucking around, just like at our own pace. I don't feel like I have to see shit. Like it's just a day. I can be hungover if I want to be, you know, like this sort of stuff. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mm. A day off. Yeah. yeah. So true, man. Eh? Yeah. Otherwise you just don't enjoy it. You just wreck yourself and you, you, you get burnt do, man, out eh? too quickly and yeah. then you don't enjoy it. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Mike. That's that's. Uh, yeah, it was a great story. That's, that's three, three good stories. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's an excellent episode. Well, well uh, what do we got next week? Maybe another story from Lee, or maybe you can uh, send us your story at Adventures Cactus at gmail dot gmail dot com. <laughs> 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 yeah adventures cactus at gmail.com you can send us a little message it's all up and running we'd be really keen to hear from you totally yeah. let's get you on the pod eh? like the listeners yeah really get some of the story. Yeah. yeah come on and we can ask you about your story oh thanks heaps guys that was awesome yeah well um we'll catch everybody next week